Welcome back to the Chronicles of the Teenage Brain. If you're new here, I'm Grace Scotto, the one and only host of this podcast, and welcome back to another episode. So, I know I have promised spooky season episodes, and they are coming, so stay tuned. I have so many fun things planned, but today's topic, which you already know by the title, is something that has been on my mind lately. And we really need to talk about it as well as the impacts that society plays within this category, I guess you could say. So yeah, I have a lot to talk about and it's a really good episode and I've been wanting to do this for so long now and I thought this week would be perfect. But let's continue on with our introduction. As you may or may not know, I do a book of the week. Unfortunately, I don't have any new updates because I have been so busy this week. Therefore, I am still reading Delirium by Lauren Oliver, and I talked about that book last week on my podcast. If you haven't listened, I talked about compliments and what it means to give genuine compliments and like how it affects people and different, you know, based on the compliment, how it affects others. Like I just talked about so many different things. So go check out last week's episode if you haven't already. But I did talk about that book. I've gotten a couple chapters in and I really like it so far. But I promise next week there will be a new book to talk about. Because there is no book of the week, I am going to switch things up and do a crystal of the week, which is something I don't normally do. This past week, I have been really utilizing malachite. This is a beautiful black, green, dark green, light green swirled crystal, which is actually used by many therapists around the world. This is such a pretty crystal. I will post a picture of it on my Instagram at Chronicles of the Teenage Brain if you don't know, or you can just Google it. It is like all of my favorite shades of green swirled into one. I love it. This crystal is great for absorbing negative energies out of both the body mentally and physically. And everyone I know recently has been getting so sick. And today I actually woke up not feeling the best. Um, I was exposed to COVID this past week. My friend got it, but I took a test and it came back negative right away. So I don't have COVID and I will keep testing. Um, taking safe precautions, but malachite has just been my go-to for helping me with sicknesses. And this is also a great one for balancing your chakra and aligning yourself. So go get yourself some malachite because it is just one of my faves. This past week has been crazy. So I record, I typically record my podcasts on Fridays. It is Friday, October 7th when I am recording at 4.35 p.m. if you're wondering. Today I actually didn't have school. It was a superintendent's council type of thing. So all of the teachers went in, but students didn't have to go. So I have today off as well as Monday, so a four-day weekend because it's Columbus Day. So yay, that makes me so happy because I know nobody wants to go to school. But it's been so hectic, and I feel like it's only going to get more crazier with school. Um, tonight is the big homecoming game that we have at our school. So I'm going to be there and 
Another thing that I did this week was powder puff, also known as girls on the gridiron. And it's basically where girls play football and boys are cheerleaders. So we switch roles. And yeah, I decided to do it. I actually didn't really like it. I'm going to tell you right now, I hate football. Like, I don't understand the sport. I don't find it entertaining. I think it's stupid. Most of the football boys I know are assholes. <laughs> Pardon my French. Um, say what you want. Don't attack me. That is just my opinion. I think it's a little bit overhyped. I really liked watching the boys cheerlead. That's really why I was excited. Um, I did not like playing football at all. I was a linebacker. Don't know how. Didn't know what that meant. Like, it was kind of a shit show. Um, but yeah, no, that was something I did and it was fun being with my friends. And then we also had spear week. I kind of thought the themes were a little lame. We had class colors on Monday and our class colors was green. Nobody wanted to do it. So our grade switched it to blackout. But me being me, I still wore green because I love the color and I think it can actually be styled. Um, Tuesday was anything but a backpack day. I didn't do that either. Well, I did the other one, but I didn't do this because, first of all, I don't really have anything. We have so many stairs in our school, so I couldn't bring anything that would require, like, to wheel it around because I wouldn't be able to get to my classes. It was just super crazy, and I definitely wasn't as hype as last year. Wednesday was beach day. I got a lay, a lay, a lay, I think that's how you say it, by one of my friends, and that's really all I did. I wasn't really into it this year. I didn't really like the themes. And then yesterday was our school colors, which I do. And same with tonight's theme, school colors. So, yeah, that was that, I guess. But it's just been so busy. And on the night of Powder Puff, too, we also do a food truck rodeo at our school. So, like, a ton of different food trucks come. And we eat before the big game and stuff. So, juniors lost. But it's typically rigged, so seniors win. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. I thought it was overhyped. Um, a lot of people had fun. I am athletic, but like not when it comes to football. So yeah, that's all I got. Switching gears a little bit. Can we talk about Taylor's finished track list for the Midnight's album? So when I'm recording this October 27th, I woke up and she finished listing all of her tracks. It's like her Midnight's Mayhem videos. If you haven't seen them, what are you doing? But I am so excited especially for her first track, which she released today, which is called Snow on the Beach, featuring Lana Del Rey. If you know me, I, like my top three, well, I should say top four. I love Harry Styles. I love Billie Eilish. I saw her in concert, like love. But I also have a special place in my heart for Taylor Swift and Lana Del Rey. And when I found out about this collab, I was screaming. I saw it at six in the morning <laughs> and I was just going nuts. I could not be more excited for this album and I just thought I should talk about it on the pod and get everyone hyped because I am a Swifty here. Um, so yeah, stay tuned and get ready guys because it's going to be, it's going to be a good one. I can feel it. And now for the one and only the quote of the week, I have something and I really like this one and it is. There is a past version of you that is so proud of how far you have come. I could not find who this directly came from, but there are a lot of different examples on Instagram and Pinterest that you can look at. But 
I picked this quote because I feel like I haven't talked about recovery that much recently on my podcast. Um, I personally think if you are someone who does struggle with mental health issues, mental illnesses, whatever it may be, I feel like recovery will always be an ongoing battle throughout your life. You can't just beat depression. You can't just beat anxiety. It's something that will stick with you forever. And it's basically learning how to cope with said issues. And I think that this is so important. And this quote is great because it's really easy to focus on like the negatives in our lives and focusing on what we're still doing wrong and what we could be doing better. Um, I know I've been doing that recently, but looking back on my past self, especially with OCD and just my depression and anxiety in general, I have come so far and this podcast has been such a great tool for me. Um, so a big thank you for your support and always listening to me. That means so much, but I have really come so far and it's so easy to focus on the negatives, but we really need to remember to take a step back and like think of everything that we've survived if you are listening right now you have survived all of your battles you have survived your toughest days your worst moments your worst nights you are here and you are stronger because of that and you should be proud of yourself you should be so proud of yourself and that's something that is so easily forgotten and i just think that we need to treat ourselves with a little bit more grace and just be kind to ourselves so there's a past version of you that is so proud of how far you've come and that is such a beautiful thing and I think that's something that we should always carry with us especially if you are someone in recovery or on their recovery journey because it's just so important. Let's explore and talk about our main topic today which is acne. So I'm going to share my take and what I've dealt with with acne. So when I got into middle school, I think that's really when I started seeing acne. It honestly wasn't that bad. I just had a really bad problem with like picking it and getting scars. Um, but I got a really good grip on it in eighth grade. It really wasn't that bad. I maybe had a couple, like four little pimples on my face. That was mainly it. At the time, I thought it was the end of the world, but that was my, like, biggest struggle, I guess. And then when I got into freshman year, my skin was perfectly clear, and same with last year. So sophomore and freshman year, my skin was clear. I would rarely break out. Maybe when I was on my time of the month, like, I had a really good, like, thing going on, and I had a pretty solid skincare routine. And that was another thing, too, that I struggled with when I was younger is, like, I didn't know what products to look for and what was good and what was bad. And I would go to, like, TJ Maxx and buy, like, really shitty products for my skin that would, like, dry it out. Oh, I just burped. I'm sorry. I just burped. Guys, I couldn't. I couldn't keep that one in. I'm sorry. I'm drinking an Alani energy drink. And carbonation makes you burp. I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. I just burped in your ear. Um... But yeah, I did not have a good grip on things. I didn't know what to look for. And I educated myself and started learning my sophomore and freshman year of high school. Flash forward to now, it is my junior year. 
I do have a really good set skincare routine, but I am really, really struggling with my acne right now. Right now, currently, it is the worst it's ever been. Um, I think it's all hormonal. The week before school started, I went to the dermatologist, and I will share more about my dermatologist experiences later. And I sat down, and I, I felt very rushed. I was in there for maybe five minutes, and she was like, so what's going on? And I was like, well, I'm having really bad acne. And then I, she was like, so what, what do you do for your skincare? And I told her my skincare routine, and I used CeraVe face wash. Then I go in with a hydrolonic serum by The Ordinary for my pores. I don't even know if that shit works. Um, and then I go in with a CeraVe moisturizer. That's my morning routine. The only thing different around nighttime is that I'll put prescribed acne medicine on. And she was like, oh, yeah, that sounds good. Like, you're doing everything right. Just keep doing it. Blah, blah, blah. Goodbye. Like, have a good day. And I was like, I didn't even get to talk. And I didn't even get to ask questions. Super bad experience. And this was really recent. Um, So I just figured, like, all right, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. Obviously, she said, I know what I, she's like, she's like, oh, it sounds like you know what you're doing. And she was very impressed that I knew what hydrolonic acid was and stuff. So I just was like, okay, I'm, I'm sure I know what I'm doing. But I've really noticed that this acne is hormonal. And I don't think it has anything to do with my skincare routine. I don't think I'm doing anything wrong. Maybe I am. Um, I do it every day and I'm pretty, I'm very good at obtaining everything. But I definitely think it's hormonal, um, especially because puberty really is really like starting to hit for teenage boys and girls at the age 16, 17, 18, where I am right now. So yeah, I will talk more about my experience with a dermatologist, but that has been kind of my experience with acne. And I wanted to talk about this so badly right now because my skin is at the worst it's ever been. And I think it's important to recognize that I'm not doing anything wrong and I'm not worthy of self-love. Society just plays a really big role. So with that being said, I think this is something we need to talk about. As a teenager who has a wide teenage audience, most of us will deal with acne at some point in our lives, especially during puberty. And I know you guys are probably listening like, yo, Grace, please tell me you're not going to talk about puberty in today's episode. I'm not, but it is something that we need to remember. I have noticed this year, and I'm a junior, that I am not the only one struggling with acne. What little of us know is that acne is widely hormonal and not our fault. So let's kick off with the biggest thing that I want to talk about this week is the stigma around acne. I have so many different points to make, so get ready. Grab your popcorn, grab your Alani energy drinks, and let's hit the road. So if you didn't know, 71% of participants reported that acne has affected their self-image, and 68% believe that their peers edit their photos on social media to hide their acne. In addition to that, half of teens said that social media makes them feel more sensitive about their acne. Right off the bat, we can see how society, the media, and celebrities have created this idea that acne means that you're dirty with a lack of hygiene. This is not true. I repeat, this is not true. I am one of the most hygienic people I know. I do my skincare routine every single night and every single morning. I shower every single day. I'm 
I'm clean. I'm clean. Like I wash my hands. I put hand sanitizer on before I eat. Like I am a very hygienic person. This idea is to make others feel bad about themselves over something that is so normal. It is its goal is to make you feel like you're doing something wrong or that you're a less of a human because you have acne, which is not true. In addition, acne is not well represented in pop like pop culture, popular culture, however you want to refer to it. Acne is commonly not advertised or shown in movies, shows, and in the industry in general, therefore making people fear, feel abnormal and like they're an alien. Social media and even skincare brands, and this is another big one, make it seem that with one single use of their product, including expensive and well-known brands, that your acne will immediately go away. This is bullshit. Like, <laughs> Excuse my language here, but this is complete bullshit. When treating acne, it can take up to months and even years to see progress in your skin. Sometimes when starting new treatments or routines, your, ac- your acne can actually get worse before it gets better. Like, let that sink in. Acne shouldn't even be frowned upon in general. Acne isn't just common in the United States. It is the most common skin condition affecting around 40 to 50 million individuals annually. Having acne is actually pretty common, but society has made it seem like it is a bad thing. Just like society frowns upon stretch marks and cellulite to make it look like that's the enemy, when really this is just normal. Having skin texture is okay and shouldn't be something that we should be ashamed of or insecure of because everyone has texture on their skin. Every single person does. The media glamorizes perfect skin. And like I just said, every single person has skin texture, even the Kardashians, guys, even the Kardashians. I don't know if you've ever seen these videos, but I have seen them on TikTok where people remove like Photoshop editing or filters off of celebrity posts, allowing us to see that skin texture is a real thing that everyone has. I know I've seen it with like Kim Kardashian's posts and Kylie Jenner, Um, but nobody has perfect soft skin unless you're a baby. Like I'm pretty sure babies and not even them like have smooth, perfect skin right when they come out of the the womb. But makeup filters also exist, and we can't forget about that. Makeup and filters. Oh, my God, guys. I just skipped over and. Makeup and filters also exist. That we, we can't forget about that. I know that I use makeup before I go to school because of my insecurities surrounding my acne. I make myself get up early in the morning just so I have time to do my makeup because I don't want people seeing my pimples. And that sucks. And... I'm sure if you use social media, you know that TikTok and Snapchat have these things called beauty filters, and I'm pretty sure Instagram does too. It's basically where it is a filter that you switch on that makes it look like you have no blemishes, and it makes it look super natural, super deceiving. I know I've used the beauty filter so much. I still do, and it's okay if you do, but it's something that you have to take into consideration. But something that is also really toxic that I've seen on social media is this whole like clean girl aesthetic. If you don't know what that is, it's basically where it's like people make these aesthetic videos or posts where like this girls, like girls are doing their skincare routine 
and they like stand in front of the mirror during golden hour and you see that their skin is beautiful and shining and it looks silky and smooth and like hydrated and just gorgeous and not a single bump or anything on their skin. 99% of those videos, first of all, have a beauty filter over them. And another whole like thing with that is people brag like, oh, like clean girl aesthetic, like you don't have to do any makeup because you're just so beautiful and you don't have to hide anything. And that is just so toxic. No one, like, yes, I've had days where I've had no acne. My skin looks really good, but I still have pores and I still have like little rough patches on my skin. Sometimes I have dry skin. Sometimes my skin's oily. There's never a moment where I've been like, oh, my skin is perfect and I look like a god fresh out of a movie. Like, that is so fake. And this is this whole idea and concept and pressure that we are putting on girls my age and even younger about their skin and what it should look like. And I'm just here to say that that is so false. And also, another thing might I add is facial hair. Like, obviously, like, yes, men can grow beards and mustaches, but as girls too, it is normal to get a little bit of facial hair. Obviously, like, not a huge beard or a mustache, but like little hairs around your cheeks or maybe like underneath your nose. Like, that is super normal and is a real thing that everyone has. Um, I know I've done like dermablading before to get rid of it, which you can do or not. Like, I don't care. It's your body, but that is another thing too that is like people see and are disgusted. And I'm like, guys, this is normal. So I just wanted to talk about makeup and how that impacts because I've seen videos on how to cover pimples and how to do this and that, which yeah, like can be helpful, but also toxic. And I've seen beauty filters, other filters in general, and like this clean girl aesthetic. And this just needs to be talked about because society is making it normal. It's not normal. And toxic behavior and thoughts regarding others and even yourself has been normalized by society and we cannot let that go unnoticed. So how can we remember that we are unique human individuals and that if you have acne or not, you are beautiful. My first tip of advice is take skincare advice with a grain of salt because that is even glamorized. Especially like if you see those transition videos like, oh, I use this product or like an advertisement. And it's like this, the first clip is like the, someone's skin who has acne, blah, blah, blah. And then they like snap their fingers and it's clear. Um, first of all, that is glamorized with filters and different things to really really you know like highlight the brand and also remember that everyone's skin is different I have talked to my friends and like their skincare routines that work for them could never work for me but everyone is different so some of the things that people use might not work for you and I'm going to give an example it was this was part this was my fault most of this is my fault but um, I think it is a good example of this. I was, I want to say it was in seventh or eighth grade. And everyone, this was like when skincare by Hiram was super popular. And everyone was talking about using the ordinary. And it was like their chemical peel. And everyone was talking about how amazing it is and how it works wonders. And how people's, it was like burning acne off and everyone was looking great and I as a kid 
was like seeing these videos and I was like, oh my God, like, yes, like I need this. So I went out and bought it. And because I had seen so many people using it, I assumed that I wouldn't have any issues. But everyone's skin is different. And I failed to recognize that I at the time didn't realize how sensitive my skin was. And I put it on, followed the directions, did everything I was supposed to do. And I got severe chemical burns on my face. I will never forget it. It was during the summer when I did it. And my face was like bleeding. I had huge scars, like gashes and cuts on my chin and my forehead and my nose. Like my skin just looked raw. Like I had burns on my face from this product because my skin was so sensitive. And that just goes to show that everyone is different. So even if you're seeing this product trending online, it might not work for you. And that is something that you shouldn't like bully yourself about because we're all unique. Take off the filter. That's another one. And I'm guilty of this. I'm sure you are too. It's so easy to use a beauty filter and call it a day, but I challenge you to maybe post a video without one. And I think this is a great way to take baby steps into becoming self, like into working on your self-acceptance. And this is something that I am guilty of and I am going to try and do. And I don't want to sit here and tell you something if I'm not going to do it. That's hypocritical. So taking off the filter is something I'm going to work on. As you all know, when I say this in all my episodes, writing down positive affirmations are really good. It works for some. It doesn't work for others. It just depends. But I think journaling and writing things down about yourself can make you feel really good. And I talked a little bit more about this in depth in my last episode about compliments. So go check that out because I really like that episode. So yeah. Don't accept the myth that acne is dirty because it's not. And I know when I was like struggling with OCD when I was younger, I fell into this trap. I would think that I was disgusting if I had acne and like I didn't even want to touch my own face. And that is just so sad and upsetting because it's not true at all. I promise you, I am one of the cleanest people I know. I love hygiene. Like I take good care of myself. And just because I have acne doesn't mean that you're you're dirty. That's just something that we have to throw out the window. Another thing is unfollow social media accounts that make you feel bad about your skin. I know I have unfollowed like Kylie Jenner a ton of times. Like, I don't know. I don't know why I use the Kardashians for every freaking example. I am not. This is not a Kardashian hate podcast. I actually like watch the show sometimes for my entertainment. And like, I've actually like, I love skims. So like, I'm not a hate club over here, but that, I don't know, is the first thing that popped into my head. But also to like makeup brands and stuff that just make you feel like shit are like thrown out the window. One of my favorite things is, I've talked about them before, is Rare Beauty, which is Selena Gomez's brand. And she has skincare implemented into her makeup to help your skin while you're wearing makeup. And she's really good about talking about, you know, body imperfections and that we shouldn't frown upon them and that we shouldn't beat ourselves up over something that's normal. So that's a great brand to follow if you're curious and want to update your feed. Try to remind yourself that you shouldn't feel obligated to cover up your acne or hide it because it's normal. If someone shames you, that's only reflecting on their personality and has nothing to do with your worth. Like I always say, the interior is more important than the exterior. 
Another tip is don't scrutinize every pore, blackhead, and pimple. They're going to be there on your face. Everyone has pores. I have them. I have pimples. I have blackheads. They are normal. If you just stare at yourself in the mirror and just like beat yourself up and shred on yourself, you're not getting anywhere and you're only making yourself feel like shit. And you shouldn't do that to yourself. Another thing is like staying positive and not letting acne stop you from doing things. I know like I've been like, oh shit, like I have to go to the beach and my skin looks like crap and I'm going to go in the water and my makeup's going to come off and they're all going to see that I have acne and like it's discouraging and I just think life is too short. Everyone struggles with different things and insecurities. Everyone has skin texture and you shouldn't do stuff that you love and stop doing things that make you feel good because of your face because that's so stupid and you're beautiful. Patience is a really another, uh, you know, another good piece of advice. You know, if you're someone who's super into skincare or on this type of journey, it takes a while. And I think patience is super important. And my last little tip of advice is to talk to friends or people who have been through acne or these types of insecurities themselves because you are not alone. I am very lucky. I get to talk to my friends about this stuff all the time. My friends make me feel like a beauty queen, like I just have the best friends ever. And it's just such a great thing to be able to talk about these types of insecurities with others because you're actually not alone and more people struggle with it than you realize. Another little point that I wanted to touch on is to remember that the saying, my body, my choice, also applies to things like this too. If you are someone who struggles with acne and feels the need to improve your skin or to get help in order to remove it, that's okay. But if you're also someone who doesn't care or doesn't have the desire to seek out a dermatologist or to put in all that extreme effort, that is okay too. Nobody can tell you what to do with your body, especially society. So please, please, please keep that in mind. If you are someone, though, who does struggle with acne and wishes to see improvement. I am going to spend the last few minutes of this episode talking about some solutions and products that I love to use. But please, please, please remember that everyone's skin is different and that you shouldn't feel like you have to hide your acne or get rid of it. Some of the products I might talk about might help you or might not help you. Like my skin is different than yours and that's okay. But Seriously, though, this is all stuff that I'm trying to accept myself on the daily, and I will be taking this advice with me. And yeah, just keep that in mind, too, because I'm still struggling and I don't have everything figured out. So my first little tip of advice, if you are someone who wears makeup, clean your makeup brushes and beauty blenders every two to three weeks. I know I'm lazy. I hate doing it, but this is a great way for bacteria and just gross stuff to get collected on your brushes and stuff and it can be really damaging to your skin. CeraVe is also a great product. I use their face wash and moisturizer and if you are someone who has super sensitive skin, I do too. So I highly recommend this product if you struggle with that. If you are someone who is interested in going to a dermatologist or seeking professional help, do your research. So I know I talked about this earlier in the episode, but when I last went to the dermatologist, well, the first time I ever went, actually, funny story, I went in eighth grade, 
And it was the day before March 13th. It was March 12th. And it was the day before everything shut down due to COVID, before our big lockdown, which is crazy. Um, and I was provided skincare things. And it took away my acne in a snap of a finger. Like, it was super great. And I went back this a couple weeks, maybe a month ago, a couple weeks ago, whatever. And I felt rushed. My doctor wasn't even, like, talking to me for more than five minutes. Um, and she just recommended using the same products that I was prescribed in in eighth grade. But my skin has changed so much since then. And another thing is for most girls, it's always recommended to go on birth control. Now, this can work for some, but for others, you may feel uncomfortable doing this. And there are so many more options for your skin besides birth control So do your research and speak up for yourself if you feel uncomfortable with certain suggestions. I don't think birth control is the solution to acne. That's just my opinion. Um, Obviously, people get on birth control for other reasons too, but solely for acne, I don't think that's the best thing. And when I did go to the dermatologist, I was trying to explain like, hey, like I think this is hormonal, like I'm getting older now, my skin's changing, and I just felt rushed and I it was just honestly a waste of time. So actually, this upcoming week, I am going to a new dermatologist. My mom did her research and she helped me look at other places. And this place has five stars, whereas the other place had three. We didn't even realize. And this, you know, new office has and represents a very broad range of ideas and solutions depending on you. And I'm so excited and I will definitely keep you guys updated with how that goes. So if you are someone interested in going to a dermatologist or seeking help, definitely do your research because I have had some shitty dermatologist experiences and look at the ratings because they do matter. So yeah, I'm going to a new place this week. I'm very excited and I'm just, I love to learn about skincare. I am someone who's really interested in it. And I love learning about different products and things that can be good for your skin and just taking care of your body. So I'm excited and I will let you know how it goes. And the last product that I want to mention is Bad Habit Skincare. Talked about it before and I'm going to talk about it again. Emma Chamberlain is the global brand ambassador for this product. And I just want to say, I love Emma Chamberlain and I know I've talked about it before. You guys are probably so sick of me talking about it, but she has seriously helped me so much. If you don't know, when Emma Chamberlain was a teenager and even in her past and recent vlogs, she was someone who struggled and advocated for acne. She talked about and showed us like on her YouTube channel, her experiences with acne. You know, she had back acne and face acne and stuff like that. And she would show her dermatologist appointments and her struggles and how that really affected her self-esteem. And I've been watching a lot of her old videos and when watching them, I'm always like, Emma Chamberlain is so beautiful. Regardless if she was 15 years old in the vlog to now when she's 21, like she is gorgeous and she's such a beautiful individual. And sometimes in her vlogs, she would talk bad about herself because her self-confidence was plummeting because of her acne. And I would always think like, I don't know why she's doing this. She's so beautiful. And that made me think like, well, then I have no right to talk bad about myself because 
I'm beautiful and I'm worthy too. So I just wanted to like mention that Emma Chamberlain has seriously helped because she has, you know, she lets us understand that, you know, just because you're an influencer or a celebrity like herself, struggling with these types of things is normal. And she really helped us understand that it's something that a lot of people deal with and also the importance of finding what products work for you and learning about the quality of the ingredients of skincare and what you're putting on your face. And that's why I want to talk about Bad Habit Skincare because I love it. I use her Daily Trio face masks. She has a hydro, hydro, or hydrolonic acid one for helping your um, hydration level. I used that one last night. I use her enzyme peel one and her little chemical peel, which is so much softer and gentle, like gentler, is gentle on your skin. My God, my brain just like flatlined there for a second. Um, so yeah, I can't actually use this chemical peel without getting burns on my face now. It's very gentle. And also her green matcha tea and charcoal face mask. I just love it. And it has great quality to each like it she pays attention to every little detail and every ingredient put into it and she's just been such a great person who I know has dealt with acne and I don't know it just makes like it makes me feel less alone when I see people like her struggling and I just love her so much I could talk about her for a whole episode um so that was just a point I wanted to make but Honestly, I think that when you are someone who is trying to go into, you know, new procedures or into recovery with acne or just trying to, you know, fix things and, you know, you know, uh, <laughs> I can't like I can't at the end of every episode, guys, I'm like done Um, trying to like help your skin, I guess you could say, try and make it less about getting rid of your acne and more about taking care of your body and doing things that feel good for your body because that is so more like that is so much more important than just shredding on yourself because of your acne you should be wanting to do this to take care of yourself and make yourself feel good on the inside and with that being said I am probably going to wrap up this episode here with some stuttering and blanking as we get towards the end of this episode, I think it's time to say goodbye. <laughs> but I just wanted to talk about this because it is something that connects to mental health and plays a role within our self-confidence and esteem, especially as teenagers. And I want you to know if you struggle with acne, you're not alone. I am currently struggling too. I am beautiful. You are beautiful. Just because you have acne or any quote-unquote societal flaw you are not less of a human. You are not unworthy. You deserve everything and you just deserve to feel good about yourself. And yeah, I love you all so much and thank you for listening. Stay tuned for spooky season episodes coming. They will be here shortly. I hope you liked this episode and I hope something within this episode connected to you. And yeah, let me know on Instagram. I love when you guys DM me and tell me your thoughts and comments on certain episodes. So let me know what you think. If you agree or disagree with something I said, let me know. I'm so interested and I love hearing from you guys. 
download this episode and rate my podcast to gain some exposure and help grow our beautiful audience. But if you are someone who returns weekly, thank you. It means so much to me and I just love you guys so much. I will catch you all next week and remember that if you have acne, you are not dirty, you are beautiful, and you deserve everything. So ignore society and those negative thoughts in your mind because you are worth so much more than that. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye!